Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Sussman Original Show. Today, I am joined for a very special episode of the SOS Podcast by my lovely wife. Hello. Uh, yeah, and I want to I wanna do some more of these kind of informal podcasts on occasion, you know, from time to time. And I figured what better way to kick it off than with Ladina. Uh, I figured also we could shed a little bit of light on what it's like to live in a foreign country and how Switzerland compares to America, you know, so we'll just get into some of that and, because let me tell you, there are some differences, at least that I've learned. Definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. And without uh, further ado, on with the, the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say with the interview, but it's not yeah. an interview. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right, so Switzerland. Um, if you, also, if you don't know our story, you can always check, uh, the podcast episode from a few episodes ago where I kind of gave my, my life story, my testimony, my spiel, my whole thing. But, uh, because of this lady, I am living in Switzerland, so we're married. True love, true love, Indeed. I tell you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. really cool. That. So what's the uh, what's the first thing we want to... Oh, also, you know, as casual interview, we're enjoying some drinks of choice. Some Cheers. S- Swiss whiskey for me. Fitting. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, some uh, ladies' beer it's for me. A, it's not a beer. I mean, it technically is, but it's not. <laughs> not a beer. Um, and not a ladies' drink. There's guys you can drink it too. Okay. So don't feel Sorry. self-conscious. Sorry. It's delicious and refreshing. It's like lemonade. It's like ice. Eve. If you ever come here, you can try it out. Yeah, I mean, what's uh, the first thing? Uh, oh, yeah, the first thing. Very important uh, that I want to mention as we talk about Switzerland. Um, it is not Sweden. <laughs> um, there is a, a big difference between the two country countries. And, um, and there's also a big distance between them. Uh, yeah, so it's like a... Like at least 20 kilograms. It's probably... <laughs> yes, at least. Uh, it's probably like 20-hour drive between the countries, I would say. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not the same. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, we don't speak Swedish. We speak German. So what um, is a Swiss person called? A Swiss person is called ein Schweizer. Ein Schweizer. So when you see someone who you're not sure if they're from Switzerland or Germany, you can go, Oi, Schweizer! Just, oh, and see if they look at you. Uh, Chances are they probably will. They probably would anyways, even though when they're not Swiss, probably, just because yeah. you sound really mad. <laughs> right there, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, do we, does that, is that enough information about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, we're, it's a tiny country in the center of Europe, and um, we are... Someone Landlocked. who's from this place is called what? Are there what? A Schweizer. Ah, or in English? Uh-huh, a Swiss person. Oh, they're just Swiss, yeah. Uh, As opposed yeah. to from Swedish. Sweden. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're landlocked right in between Italy and Germany and France and Austria. And um, yeah, it's pretty tiny in general. Like it's only like a five hour drive to cut the long side of the country so and yeah. it currently houses 8.42 million people 
for comparison's sake, in all of America, we've got, uh, as of 2017, of course, uh, we've got 327 uh, million people, so it's pretty big. And then, like, NYC, New York City, it's actually bigger, it's, or it houses more people in Switzerland at 8.6, uh, which kind of always made me laugh. Well, surprisingly, LA is technically half that at 4 million, but, I mean, there's a lot of people who aren't wouldn't be registered for that. But, yes, so official census. Four million. Well, San Jose, you know, my birthplace or what have you, sitting in at one million. So just some All fun right. facts for you. Eight million, Switzerland. Yep. Pretty tiny. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a decent size. It's interesting. Mm. Uh, one thing I notice a lot is our perspective. Something that comes up of distance. So being from California, it's like you can drive seven hours from the coast and try to hit the next de- state over, you know, driving east, and you'll still be in California if there's traffic. But, yeah, it, yeah. so it's, it's going to take, like, you know, four to seven hours or whatever, four to seven to eight to nine. I don't even know. It, you know, changes so much with traffic mm. and what have you. But California is a really big place. If you want to go from, like, the Bay Area to L.A., that's a seven-hour drive, and we would do that from time to time when she would visit. And so for me, it's like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a thing, but it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. But then like coming to Switzerland, it's like four hours and you're out of the country. We actually notice having a lot of discussions about that because uh, like he wants to do something or go somewhere. I'm like, no, you can't do that. Like that's a, that's a two hour drive and then two hours back. It's a four hour drive. <laughs> On one day, that's that's stupid. Perfect or like for a he Friday. wants to go to Germany for one day, and for us, it's like I you, you don't do that. Like, I mean, you go over the border, of course, but like a little further away, four hours. Like you don't do that for one day. And then we notice, okay, we're very different with that, just because distances here are so so different than in America. Yeah, and I feel like part of that might come from like, uh, I mean, obviously it's it's cultural. But uh, it might also come from the fact that, like, it wasn't very easy to travel far for a very long time in, I feel like, European Europe's history or whatnot. So if you're going somewhere, like, even to, like, the fact that you've got other cities where, you know, their own almost like little kingdoms or whatnot. Yeah, that's true. Back in the day. So it was like you didn't just even travel that, like, within an hour's distance or whatever. I feel like it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, that crazy. And so that's kind of carried over. And you see that with... Uh, with moving as well, people don't really move away, even like that, like far away. For us, it's pretty common in America to, uh, yeah, you know, maybe get married or something. Maybe you move an hour away. Maybe you move a couple hours away. You move a state away. Maybe you move move to the other side of the country, and it's not that crazy. Yeah, we moved away like two hours from my family, and that was that was a big deal. And I mean, we'll, we'll, we still see them a lot, but. It's like, it still feels like it's so far away. And I, I mean, there's, there's people who do it for studying and stuff, but then usually you move back afterwards. And it's, yeah, so it's pretty crazy that we move that far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, otherwise, like differences in, in traffic and stuff, I guess, since we're talking about driving and yeah. cars and stuff. Um, Public transit's way more popular here. Yes, so popular that we don't even own a car, and that true. we survived our first year of marriage without a car. Um, 
we would like I would like to have one, but we'll get um, one. We will get one eventually. But it I just had one. Happens that trains are a lot, a lot faster, uh, not faster, but cheaper than having a car, even though trains are expensive here. But yeah, it's it's pretty convenient, and since we're close to the city of, do we say where? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're so we live, and for those of you curious, we live in Zurich. We actually live kind of on the outskirts, on one of the smaller areas, but uh, mm. yeah, because we're basically, we're in, we're in Zurich, uh, air quotes, you know, like anyone from a, from a nearby, a major town in America, you know, you live near San Francisco and you say, yeah, we're in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, we're, we're in it technically also. I think we still share the same zip code or whatever. But here? Yeah. No. Don't we? No, we don't. Okay, no. we don't. I don't know. We're we're in it, but not in it. We're not we're not like in the heart of it. We're not in the central. And Zurich's a big enough place. It's the biggest city in Switzerland at a million people. We're counted as part of it. It's okay, it's its own like canton. Zurich is a canton, it's also a city. And a state. A state. Cantons are like states. Canton. Yeah. But yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's not we're not in Zurich City. We're, ba- we're a bunch of Zurichers, so basically. Well, we're not like anything else. It would be, yeah. Uh, anyways, all that to say, um, it's not that hard to get to a city by train for us. And, and like, Zurich is the main, um, how would you say, like, the crossing point for all the trains? Yeah, so it's the main hub of all the trains. Yeah. So if you want to go anywhere in Switzerland, uh, there's a chance your train will pass through Zurich Main Station. And you can also get to, like, a bunch of other countries from there. Like, literally going into Main Station, you can see a sign. It goes, like, France this way, you know, Germany that way or whatnot. From the, with the, like, train signs and whatnot. Uh, yeah. And so it's just you look around and you see, like, oh, okay, if I wanted to go to Austria, I could just hop on this train. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, so we, we don't own a car yet. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's not really that big of a deal. Owning a car, it's kind of like uh, this. Is another thing that I'd say would be a little different is in America, it's definitely way cheaper to own a car, mm-hmm. and you can get your license a lot earlier. And part of that's because it's a bit of a necessity if you want to get anywhere. Uh, but here, it's it's almost a little bit like uh, at least, especially in the main cities and stuff. If you own a car, you're you're doing pretty good for yourself. Yeah, like you uh, don't see normal cars in Zurich, basically. You only see, like, Maseratis, Ferraris, uh, BMWs, like, yeah, it's just crazy like, stuff. Like, it's ridi- kind of ridiculous. We live, the town we live in is really small, and, like, the majority, the vast majority of the cars are really nice. Mm-hmm. Until it's like, oh, okay, I've never seen this many Maseratis before <laughs> in a week, crazy. but okay. That's another thing that's slightly different here is, uh, the cost of living, we actually looked that up, but I mm-hmm. kind of forget. It's it's close to, like, uh, Santa Cruz, where I grew up or whatnot, Bay yeah. Area, San Francisco, but uh, they make a lot more just across the board. Uh, and so because of that, uh, yeah, I mean, the people are just, it's, it's kind of crazy. You make a lot, and, and, it's, and it's not just specialist jobs. It's, like, any and everything almost. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I mean, our, our uh, 
what, what's the word? Sorry, I'm blanking on it. Like the minimum income. Yeah, your wage. minimum wage. Uh, that's a lot higher than for you guys, but um, but also the cost of living are higher here. Like remember we looked at the grocery mm-hmm. stuff and it was higher. But it was like it was so little. What I find interesting with that is that it's like the cost of living is higher, but you can totally find cheaper apartments or cheaper living vegas or what they call a vegas it's pretty popular here and it's you just live with some other people uh and so it's to the point where i feel like i can look and i can see uh a cashier or people working in a store and i and i'll think you know yeah they're they're doing all right they're not worried about you know money or whatnot i don't know if, if you're if you work at a store as a cashier mm-hmm. you're gonna have a hard time i don't know though because i feel yeah. like it's especially if you have like a if you're because you see a very wide variety of ages and they all seem pretty normal. I don't know. I, I I don't. I'm not sure, but I feel like they make probably like around like four thousand or so. I don't know. I might be super off with that. Yeah. yeah. But then, if you consider rents like a thousand five hundred, mm-hmm. then what are like a eight hundred for groceries and stuff? For I us, I know. think it would be it's closer like, to like two thousand for a lot of. Yeah, yeah. So it's like twice as much. Sure. Sure. <laughs> not so bad. But it's it's all, you know, relative and whatnot. So even the people who are not doing as great are, you know, they're not exactly starving or whatnot. Yeah. So that's and it's cool. It's one of the benefits of having a smaller country, especially a smaller country that's fairly wealthy and, you know, has a good economy and all that jazz mm. is that uh, you can a little more easily look after your own. And something that I thought was kind of interesting that I didn't know until I moved here, was that Switzerland used to be an incredibly poor country. Yeah. If you want to elaborate a bit on that. Yeah, it's actually crazy. Like, my my mom told me that, I think, like, my, my grandpa's friend or so, he, they, they're all farmers and kind of, like, in the mountain area, so it's even harder to be a farmer. And she was telling me that he was actually thinking about moving to America. Like, there's an announcement in a newspaper, I don't know, about a I don't know, plane probably going to America and like starting new life there. And he was actually considering it um, like really seriously. And then your grandpa? He, no, my grandpa's friend. And then yeah, maybe I think, a boat. I don't know. I don't know though. Planes have been around for a while. Yeah, but they would come by know. pretty quickly then if it was in the newspaper. Sure. I don't but know. I don't know maybe, Some kind yeah. of transportation. <laughs> yeah. Maybe his bike. Maybe it could have been a plane. I don't know. No. Um, anyways, so, he, and then he, like, I don't know, he, he got another offer, so he actually stayed in Switzerland, but, like, people were really poor here. Like, 1909 or something, I think, the first flight was. Sorry. Okay. Sure, <laughs> Somewhere but, around yeah, there. Yeah, my grandpa's not Wright that Brothers. old. He was, like, 80. Yeah. yeah. So, they were playing. Yeah, they would have just been taken off. Yeah. Probably was an expensive plane flight, though. But, but yeah, okay. yeah, crazy. Uh, if you want to see a great documentary on it, I'd recommend checking out the uh, historical uh, documentary Heidi. That's <laughs> it's very good. Although I feel like Heidi is like, you can see that they're poor, but I don't know, in the new one, I guess. I you mean, they're eating like bread they're... scraps. and. Sure. Yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. There, there's another one that's like kind of a famous Swiss story that just came out around the same time as the new Heidi movie, and they're they're like farmers, and then on the, the way, new one being like 2016, 14, 15. No, 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 like yeah, like 2017 or so, like pretty okay. new. Um, 
Yeah, so he they they like went down from the from from the mountains to go down in the village for winter, and they lose the car like crashes downhill basically. And they lose all the cheese wheels that I had on the cart, and then it's basically well, there goes all our income, and then just like. Oh, yeah, the boy gets, like, an orange for Christmas or something. So, pretty poor. I mean, it's just movie, but I think it was kind of, like, showing life a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you still see little aspects of that in normal life. Like, they still can't afford ice or air conditioning. <laughs> That's uh, not true. <laughs> or free refills in any of the restaurants. Yeah, free so. water. So, there's no free refills here. Or free water. You... Uh, one little thing, I, it's probably more of a Europe thing, but uh, whenever you get water, they give it. They ask if you want it uh, with gas or without, and it's, it's basically like carbonated. Got, I never thought about that. We never get asked about that in no, America. No, it's just yeah, you always get table water. Do you even have carbonated yeah, water? Yeah, we have San Pellegrino and stuff. It's San basically, which is European. But San Pellegrino for us is like our. It's the carbonated, like, water brand. And then here it's, like, not at all. Not, a, like, like I don't know. Because everyone drinks so much of it, it's, you know, I guess you, you have got, a lot more brands and stuff. Yeah. At the store, you just got the same, from the same brand, you got two options. And you choose whatever you want. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. that one still throws me through a loop. Because it's, like, it's, it's water. It's, you got to provide water for the starving, thirsty people. <laughs> yeah. And then the no ice thing is like, awesome. It's, no, it's one of those things that you don't really think about until you realize that. Wait a second, that's not a thing here. And then you're like looking up recipes online, and you realize you don't realize you don't have ice until you look in the fridge or whatever. When we don't have like the fridges you guys picture right now, so they're like half of your American door fridges. probably. Like they're not they're not two doors. There's only one door, and then there's no like water faucet on it and no ice making <laughs> there's a, thing there's a reason why we say like everything's bigger in america or whatnot because we don't as americans at least we don't realize it but uh yeah there's an element of truth to that bigger country more space you know mm -hmm. bigger fridges uh, we got ice and all that jazz in our refrigerators it's really nice uh, but yeah, I, I, and like you never even use that ice. Well, and so we have the ice trays, which are like whatever. It's fine because it's not worth it. It's like I don't want to, you know, crack it open, fill it up, and then put it back in the freezer, no, I mean, all for like three ice home, cubes. Though. It's nice having the option, though. You know, you never use you the like ice a whiskey all. on the rocks, or like you can make a smoothie with it. Oh, <laughs> a smoothie. Um, also, uh, speaking of differences, there's not really, takeaway isn't really a thing. I'm saying takeaway because that's what they call it, but takeout, like, if you're going to a restaurant and you didn't finish your meal, you can't really get a box. And I mean, you can, but it's not it's, a normal thing. It's getting more common, though. It's perhaps, perhaps. We're out. No, we're fine, we're fine. No. Uh, what we mentioned was that, uh, the computer fell asleep. I see it's flashing. Oh, Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's a total side note, but, uh, my computer's been falling asleep randomly, uh, and it looks like this recording's still going, though, and I think last yeah. time it was fine. Anyways, yeah, so takeout is getting slightly more popular, but still. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't mind asking, because whatever, <laughs> but. Yeah, I think it's fine. 
they they're okay with me. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I feel fine about it. They better be okay with it. <laughs> well, we paid for it. Yeah, it's my food. No, uh, it's cool. And then like, uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the the wonderful Swiss cuisine. Mm. What do you have to offer? We love. We oui, we. Oui. Bread and cheese. They okay. And, side note: uh, They love 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 bread and cheese. And, uh, bread and, and cheese uh, and cheese and, and bread. Yes, and bread and cheese. Yeah, all all of the above. Those yeah. are their three main food groups: are bread, <laughs> cheese, and, and cheesy cheese. bread. <laughs> That's Pretty it. Much. Yeah. No, I mean you guys will probably know like the standard stuff like fondue and raclette. I don't know. Nobody knows raclette. No one. Oh, Sorry. sad. It's, Except it's you, better. you it's person bad. listening. You, yeah, you. Uh, thank you for recognizing what the glory that is raclette. Yeah, it's pretty good. <sighs> what, would you like to explain good. it? Yeah. And... So you got this little. Oh, it's even getting tricky there. But you got this little like oven thing, and then you have a tiny pan where you put in the cheese. And then you put it in the oven, and it's going to melt your cheese. People are picturing, like, an easy-bake oven right now. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I picture it's mel- not that. melted, so it's a thin-sliced cheese, and picture that melted. All right, so and you... then you put it over some sliced potatoes, and then you can eat, like, bacon with it, or chicken, or mushrooms, or whatever mm. you want. And then you just... Yeah, eat yes. that, and it's uh, awesome. It's yeah. really good. So basically, they have this like little grill thing, and it's uh, it's like a rectangular. Now everyone's skillet. gonna think about the like the roast thing. No, 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 it's fine. They got a it's a rectangular. Just think of like a rectangular, skinny cast iron rectangle. You know, about the width of a hand and the length of two hands, uh, <laughs> touching fingertip to fingertip. Universal uh, language. Maybe three hands lengthwise. It's pretty long. And, you know, there's some little heating coils under it to heat it up. And then the space between the heating coils and the griddle thing, uh, you have these little square trays. So you picture it's, it's a square about the size of a cheese square, like a cheddar cheese. And there's a handle on this little square tray. So you put the cheese square on the cheese square tray. And then you put the whole tray under the griddle in between the heating coils or sometimes it's like little candles or whatever. And that just heats up the cheese and eventually it starts to, you know, like bubble a little bit. Maybe you put some spices on it or something before. And then when the cheese is thoroughly soft, but not like not like a puddle, you know, it's it's a like just before it gets all puddly, you pull the tray out and then you use your little raclette shovel Uh (laughs) basically it's like a little plastic shovel uh that's as wide as your cheese tray and you scoop that off onto your potatoes um yeah and delicious your house will smell like cheese for like the next week but it's really good delicious yes even one might say i would say it and the difference from that to fondue is that fondue is like a huge pot with melted cheese and you dip in your bread with like a mm-hmm. long stretched out fork we do fondue I but don't for know. those of you who may not no. <laughs> no not everyone i'm sure does it i don't know sure there's so, places in kentucky i've actually been asked that like what's the mm-hmm. difference between raclette and fondue so those are like traditional meals but then 
that was a ju- in general we like to do like bread dinners which is just bread and then you have some like deli meat but it's like smoked deli meat it's actually pretty good um and then cheese on the bread um that's like for my family that was like the standard dinner every night we used to call oh yeah we used to call it uh an italian meal or whatnot where it's just you know like the cheese slices and the uh, meat slices and what have you mm-hmm. uh, for them uh, lunch is the biggest meal of the day kind of, pretty much uh, whereas for us it's more like dinner mm-hmm. uh, I actually keep forgetting that because I keep like sort of skipping lunch ish <laughs> I mean I, I, I'm it's a brunch it's a brunch okay it's a very late breakfast comboed with lunch so I'm, I'm not one to just skip meals willy-nilly anymore those days are over mm-hmm but uh, while we're on the, the game Proud train right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, but we, and then like bread is not like the, the, the square toast. Thing. Oh, yeah. We call yeah. that, so we call that bread toast. American actually. white bread, basically. Picture. That's, that's toast for us. Even if it's not toasted, it's called toast here. And then we have like a loaf, like, I don't know, that you get at a bakery. That's, or that's they bake themselves. Or we bake ourselves. And I, this isn't just like, oh, yeah, my wife, she, you know, she bakes, you know, like some of the sourdough ladies and back home. No, 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 no they like, they, they bake. And I not pretty much everyone could, yeah. like, knows how to make a bread dough. Like, and if you put a gun to their head they... and were like, make me some dough, they could do it. And they would be the best dough you've ever had. No, I don't know about that, but we can make it. <laughs> It'd be pretty good. But yeah, so that's that's cool and and different, different, very different. Mm. Um, yeah. Prost. Alcohol. Yeah. That's uh, that's another thing that's a little different here, especially coming from my 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 American sensibilities, where we get so touchy on the subject of drinks and what have you. Actually, it's not even that. Like it's pretty widely, you know, pretty popular. I guess you could say we're no longer in the prohibition days in America. <laughs> But we still do see some of the uh, the readouts of that. Uh, for example, we have no drinking in the streets or, you know, in public spaces. And when you grow up in that environment, you just think of that as normal. You know, you don't really, it's whatever. And then you come to Europe and you're like, whoa, everybody's just like drinking on the bus and, you know, on the train. Yeah. And like in the, the mothers and grandmas and... And it's not like like the wasted everyone. It's not like you you look at the person and you're like, okay, you're going downhill. But it's like, <laughs> no, it's just you know, getting home from work, having a beer with me, or um, yeah, and you can you have, can drink by the age you can drink beer and wine by the age of sixteen, and then hard liquor uh, when you're eighteen. So that's that's a little different too. It's actually really funny because I was in america on my 21st birthday oh yeah and everyone's like whoa you can drink now and i'm like yeah thank you i've been able to drink for for five years Uh, and perhaps (laughs) yeah because of that and because it's so normalized it's not really a a big thing and Mm. you know it's they're not really like crazy college parties where everyone's drinking or whatever oh yeah i mean well there is but it's not like quite the same where it's like it's well Never mind. I don't know <laughs> no. what college parties are like, but you also uh, don't know ours. No, no. But I mean, from talking with all the, the folk and what have you, it's sure. just, it's a little different. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And then 
to um, get to some other subjects that we want to talk about, right? Or do you want to add some more stuff to, to the drinking area? Uh, uh, yeah, but not yeah. anymore. It's fine. Just have a sip on my drink you just, and peace. You just always want to drink, talk about drinks. <laughs> no. Do you, go ahead. No. Um, Let it go. Yeah, so also about... Sw- no, I, it's fine. Um, I forgot what I was going to say anyways. So. Bye. Uh, yeah, another thing about Switzerland is that they have some really delicious whiskey, and, (laughs) no, uh, no, they've got four languages, uh, which is kind of fun. I was gonna pick that one. Yeah, oh well. Mm. Yeah, so what are they? Um, English, uh, Pig Latin, German, and... What is Pig Latin? (laughs) I, I was trying to think Latin and normal Latin too. Uh, no, pig pig Latin. Um, Uye, noke, igpe, Let's Stick to the languages of Switzerland. <laughs> uh, it took me far too long. Pig Latin. It's it's a thing. Okay. It's. I, I I can't spoil the secrets, but it's a secret language that only two hundred IQ people know. Uh, yeah, so. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, no, Switzerland's four languages are German, uh, you got French, you got Italian, you got Romanche, and you got English, I guess? That's five. You only need to count to no, four. No, I didn't, I didn't do the fifth. Uh-huh. I just, is English one of your four languages? No. So it's Swiss German then? No, German. Yeah, so I said German. Mm-hmm. French, mm-hmm. Italian, Roman. Oh, yeah. Romans. Okay, that's. You see why stream or stream podcasts, you guys, <laughs> listeners at home, uh, you can't see, but right now I have my pinky lowered because they have. When I was counting to four, they have turned me into one of them. No, I don't so do slightly. that. That's what you guys do. I can't even. No, do this. we that's do our main us. fingers, and then four is the last finger. Yeah, for us too. One. Yeah, we don't Two, count with the thumb first. Three, the thumb is the last four, finger. Five. What? That's six. One. No, what? we got one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. One, two. No, 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 three, no, no. You did the thumb right there. Four, wait, wait, wait. What's one? Do oh, one. five. Yeah, great. One. Yeah, see, that's a thumb. We start with a pointer. No, yeah, I know, but we start Two, with three, the thumb. four. I know. You're doing but... it the right way. That's what I know. Because we started counting first. I don't know. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure America's been along far before Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the oldest... What about this old Greece? ...constitution. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> just spouting random facts that I've mm. read recently. But, um, anyways, um, to say... <laughs> governing you know, document that still applies. Um, you know French and uh, Italian and German, probably, you probably all speak it fluently. Um, we... See we do, of course. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Romance is actually only spoken by a very uh, by a mi- minority, and it's actually my Which name. Which minority? Henry. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Um, and actually, my name, Ladina, is Romance. I didn't know that. You didn't know that. No, oh, I didn't yeah. know you were keeping secrets from me. I'm sorry. Can you forgive, can you mm-hmm. forgive That's me? That's cool. I like it. Thank you. 
Yeah. Um, and then the thing, or that's what we talked about before a little bit was, um, or why we got confused, because we actually speak Swiss German and not German. I mean, we speak German too, but okay, let's let's just clear it. Um, yeah, do you want to say it? Yeah, so you've got their four languages, and they're one thing that's also kind of interesting about Switzerland, at least from an outsider's perspective, is that uh, the different regions in Switzerland speak different languages, basically. By and large, it's German-speaking, uh, officially. Uh, by and large, it's German-speaking, and then the portion, uh, the part, part, portion, the part of Switzerland that uh, borders Italy speaks Italian, the part of Switzerland that borders France speaks French. Uh, yeah. And then, and then Romanche is area. in the middle. No. Whatever. Mountain. East. Middle East. Like, kind of near Serbia. Yeah. And, no. Yeah, the Middle East-ish. East Switzerland. And then, uh, where it gets tricky, though, as someone who is, you don't learn in German and whatnot, because it's Basically, in school, they have to, by law, teach in high German. And high German is just, you know, like, official German, you know, not really slang heavy like the, or whatever. Like the Germany German. Yeah, German, Germany German. It's not like, I don't know, old English or anything. It's everyone understands it. Uh, so they have to, by law, teach in high German. But what they actually speak is uh, Swiss German. Mm -hmm. And it is not the same. It's like to a casual listener, uh, you might just think, yeah, well, I don't understand either, so whatever. But uh, the way that I thought was kind of interesting was that, you know, if you're somebody who just knows German, uh, you won't really understand Swiss German. And if you just know Swiss German, you'll probably, you'll pick up a lot more German, but it's still like... I wonder if you'd actually pick up German or if it's more like, because we all grew up with it, mm -hmm. that we actually do just well, understand. German. And what gets tricky about Swiss German is that because it's not an official language, it varies slightly in every region. So different slightly places. Slightly or a lot. Or a lot, yeah, depending on mm -hmm. how far away you go. And so they'll use different words, like uh, in German, the number five would be fünf, you would say. Fünf. And uh, in Zurich, they would say feuf. And she's and the Swiss, even though it's such a tiny country and they're all, you know, basically neighbors, uh, they get really offended when you. Uh, we love our dialect. Yeah. And basically, everyone thinks. And every it, other dialect is the worst thing ever. To that's grace not true. Human I ears. have some that I like, but so. the one the one from Zurich is generally not liked, not well liked. I like it. And I the think one it all that I have like is pretty popular. Gobbledygook. Actually. Just to say that the mm -hmm. one that I have was voted the nicest. The mountain dialect. dialect? Not the mountain <laughs> one. No. no, I'm sure it is. It's music to my ears, of course. Ooh. It's you know, like uh, Botticelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all done. Or, That's too much. You know. <laughs> I'm feeling sick now. <laughs> but yeah, so Swiss German, it's it's tricky because you can't really like go to a school and learn it. There are because there's schools for everything, you could find a course in Probably. it, but it's not a normal thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty different. Um, we write in German um, unless it's like informal writing, like with friends, text messages. That's the uh, hardest. It's in Swiss German, but everything else um, is in in German. 
And yeah. as you said, because I'm a teacher and so I have to speak high German in school. Yeah. So yeah. that's a little... That's the thing that gets me the most, though. Because, like, just by itself, Swiss German, German, sure, they're, they're, they're different languages that kind of share a similar ancestor or whatever. Uh, that's fine. I can learn that. But it's the writing, man, the writing. Because it's not an official language. They just throw all the rules out the window, and they're just... Com- it's complete anarchy. It's chaos. It's no, madness. Okay, they, they put, like... They leave out all the vowels. Okay, they do done. only vowels. It's Hold on, he's he's messing it up. That that's not okay. He's he's messing with my my favorite language. Mm. Okay, it's it's not that messy. You don't really. I mean, picture it. You just got you have a language you can write in, and there's not really a rule to how you write it. Okay, you can just be like, does it have two L's or Anarchy. not? I don't care. They will understand me. So you just kind of write. But it's all kind of leaned on Do I need vowels in this? Nah, That's not, not today. That's not true, but you can choose which vowel you want to use, of course. No, it's just some some stuff is a little less uh, strict. So that that's a nice part about Swiss German. Um, but then you can't, like, it's all kind of, like, leaned, leaned on, like, German writing. Does it yeah. does say lean on? Uh, yeah, it all comes from. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. We we love it. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know, it's an interesting little thing. And uh, it does make it a little tricky to learn uh, the language here because it's like you want to learn German because that's what everything is based in. Mm-hmm. And that's what, if you're working, you got to officially be expected to know that or go to school or whatever. But uh, you want to learn Swiss German because that's what people actually speak and that's what, you know, people communicate in or whatever. Yeah. And so it's, it's interesting. And then you get other little things, um, cultural things. One thing that I think is kind of fun here is, you know, everyone says hello to each other, but they don't say hello. They say, Grüezi. Grüezi, Frau Ledina. Nein, Grüezi. Grüezi, Frau Ledina. I was getting a little, like, Irish at the end there, or Scottish, something like that. Uh, but, yeah, everyone says, like, grizzi. Um And it's, it's kind of fun, like that random old man walking the dog. You pass by, and you're kind of just listening to your own music and your headphones, and then you hear, like, a grizzi. and But by this point, you already walked past them, so it's like, okay, I kind of do the 180 grizzi back, but I don't know if it's going to be rude. It's actually funny. I noticed the difference between here and my home, like yeah. in the mountains. There, you definitely say hi to everyone. And here it feels so weird to just like walk past people, especially because I know they could be potential parents from kids. Mm. I mean, not right now, but maybe in the future. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird to not, I feel rude not saying hi, but I guess it's not as common here. Yeah. Yeah, It's still pretty like common though. So that's cool. Um, And then culturally, what else would you say is different? I mean, it's like, there's like the obvious one, like, oh, the punctuality, everything's on time, right? So our trains, they leave. If they leave at 1.45, they leave at 1.45. Like, that's, yeah, that's uh, pretty different. And then that kind of goes into, I guess, social life. Like, if you say we're going to meet at 2, then... You want to be there at two. 
Because it's considered to be rude. Like, it's considered rude to be late or... To be a no-show, to just flake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's like... I don't know. That's that's one thing that gets me sometimes. Ladina rant coming in. But... What? No, no. Carry on. That that gets me when I'm in America and everyone's like, Yeah, let's do this. And wow, that, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that next week. And then... Like, by now, I know it might not happen. Um, but in the beginning, that was, like, kind of weird. Now, sometimes it's nice when you don't really want to do it. You're like, mm, yeah, but it might not happen. But uh, when yeah. it's something nice, it's like, oh, that's sad. I wanted to do that. It, we don't really cancel stuff. I mean, it happens sometimes, but yeah. you feel bad about that. Yeah. Oh, I just remembered something else that, like, I still have the hardest time. Uh, whenever you're at like a social gathering, you should say hello to like all the people. Mm-hmm. And when you leave, you should say bye to everyone. And it's like, I don't know, I'm just, it's it's really difficult for me. And I'm not an antisocial person, you know, I'm an extrovert and I like saying hi to people. And I'll say hi to the people I know, introduce myself throughout the course of the event to the people I don't know. But it's like, and like at BJJ, I, I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and that's an awesome, awesome place. Uh, and so it's just like, I recognize culturally that I should probably go and say hello to everyone once I enter. But then it's, you know, because people are rolling, and if everyone's lined up or whatever, sure, it's no problem, or just mm. sitting around. But if ever, if some people are rolling, then it's like, I don't know, do I... Do I stop the roll and like no. five them? Do do you just like wait for the eye contact? Do you go around them and say hey to everyone else? I don't know if you're it's, expected to say hi to everyone there. It's a cultural thing. Everyone, if you notice, I don't feel that. And it depends. You know, some days it's looser, but sometimes it's just like I have this internal conflict, this strife that's tearing me apart, basically. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. It's not, I don't get it there as much but (laughs) no no it's not so bad for for you but yeah so that that's different and then i I feel like (laughs) with with what i said with the punctuality though too it's uh it kind of maybe comes from i would say we have a little bit of a perfectionism in our culture Uh, a little bit a little bit (laughs) we like you you know like and i know a lot of people come here notice like it's very clean um, things usually work like trains and elevators and I don't know stuff usually there's works. not riots in the streets and you know there's mass rarely... panic okay yeah there's... no mass panic <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's all pretty well organized um, and and yeah it's just we'd like we like to be doing our stuff the right way but um, that can also kind of ending in I don't know, like, compliment, we were just talking about that the other days. To make someone a compliment here is kind of, like, a big deal. Like, you give someone a compliment if it's, if it's, like, extraordinary. Like, whoa, no one else could have done that. Like, that's crazy. And then... When like, you, the Olympics, maybe you compliment them no. and tell them, nice job, but that's about it. You don't go too far. Uh, <laughs> uh no. <laughs> but, yeah, no. No, but, yes, yeah, it's, it's just... That's a little sad, I guess. So when I came to America, that was like really refreshing to see, hey, it doesn't have to be perfect or extraordinary to get a compliment. It can just be really cool or, yeah, you see that someone 
did some effort, put some effort in it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we can learn a lot more about that. Um, because, I don't know, yeah, I just feel like that goes into our way of thinking um, that, and like, we're putting, we tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves because we think, oh, it's got to be perfect. Whatever I do at work or at home, it's got to be perfect. And that does create some pressure. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could definitely see how that gets kind of, yeah, it gets a little, I could see I could get a little crazy. Mm. And like, I don't know, and you, you see some of, I feel like the, the Swiss perfectionism and whatnot, because you think, you think of things, you know, like, they're famous for their clocks and, you know, trains and running on time mm-hmm. and all that jazz. And so it's something I think that they take pride in because it can be cool, but then it can also, you know, be a weakness. And you notice that with things like speaking English with people, especially if you're in, you know, a major area or whatever, the vast majority of people speak English. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you ask them, they'll say, oh, no, 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 I, you know, my English is really bad, I, you know, my minor English is Serschlech. Like, uh, it's, yeah. And then you talk to them and they're like fluent, basically. Uh, and so it's, I don't know, you know, you notice it with things like that. Mm-hmm. Or, mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a big contrast to, to what you're used to from like, I don't know, like Silicon Valley, like, like the thing you said. Yeah, like, yeah, that like Bay Area kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, this, there's a like Silicon Valley motto facebook's motto move fast and break things like just go do do uh that's one thing that honestly that's one of the coolest things i think about being in another country is you start to understand your own country Mm -hmm. so much better yeah definitely so yeah and when you and and yourself too yeah oh yeah that that too but it's like yeah um and that's a whole other thing but like even just understanding your own country you start to realize you know where your country is culturally is strong, what they're strong at, what they can improve on, things like mm. that. But like one thing that I feel like people, a lot of, at least a lot of young people are kind of forgetting is just how, I don't know, creative America is or how entrepreneurial the country itself is. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's a classic American dream and pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, you know, work hard and you can do anything or whatnot. And the American dream's like a legitimate ideal, I would say, that that it seems like it's self-evident, it's obvious, but I don't know, I, I feel like culturally, when, I, when I'm somewhere like here in Switzerland, it's not as common, you don't see as many founders of their own companies or someone doing something really like crazy creative unique or out there Mm. and that's that's not like a bad thing necessarily but i feel like you can almost fall into a rhythm when life is taken care of like if you're making good money in any job that you're doing Mm. uh you know all your friends and family are kind of followed similar path and none of you guys that one is breaking a little though like it used to be oh i'm gonna do what my father did Mm -hmm. but that's that's culturally i think too yeah but that's that's not Uh, like globally sorry yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah it's not quite like that anymore yeah but i don't know you you kind of you definitely see a little bit of a difference and part of that i feel like might just depend on where you are in america too Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. So that's kind of yeah, yeah it's it's cool it's 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 interesting and yeah another thing that difference that I people can be a little cold here uh-huh. not cold but just like oh yeah yeah there's the there's not cold but there's a always made me laugh the question of how are you doing mm-hmm. uh is like it's kind of like Germany but from what I've heard it's a very like serious question if you ask someone how yeah. are they. I got so confused in America. Like, people are like... And I still kind of feel insecure about I still this. fall into that it's, all the time. basically my, my, main, my main problem in life. No. Um, it's, it's, it was weird. It's like, I got... I came to America. I lived there for six months. And I would just, you know, like, people would walk by me. Hi, how are you? And then you just walk off and I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> good, I guess. And then, or sometimes they be like, how are you? And then I'm like starting to like talk about it and they just walk off. I'm like, <laughs> wait, w- what's going on? And so at some point I realized, okay, I think you just like say good. This is just another version of like, hi, greeting. like a yeah. greeting. Like, what am I supposed to answer to that? And here it's like, hey, how are you? And you kind of, I mean, a lot of people still answer with good, but then you kind of like talk about what you're doing or what's going on. Yeah. So it's a little more serious. I've tried to get better at that and like and I mean because I was never super vapid with it or anything like I wouldn't say hey how are you ask how are you and then walk off Mm -hmm. but it's like I do feel the one place where I do feel bad is like jujitsu or whatnot if I ask how someone's doing I mean I am honestly curious I want to know how they're Mm -hmm. doing otherwise I wouldn't ask but then I feel bad if like someone else walks in and then I ask them immediately afterwards (sighs) and it you know it's like hasn't been two minutes or whatever (laughs) And so it's like, I, 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 I care. If, I, I was wondering about both of you guys. I yeah. swear it's not just like yeah, me jumping to someone new or anything, but I don't know. Yeah. Can be kind of funny. What were you, what do you mean by like we're kind of cold? Um, not cold necessarily is just, uh, just like really unfriendly and mean and cruel. <laughs> no, no. Thank no. you. No, not cold. Just not as open as I don't know like Americans were very mm-hmm. open and if you see a stranger y'all we have less reservations with talking to yeah, them that's if, true especially if we see any point of contact like I don't know if I see a guy wearing a shirt that I don't know like a game that I really like or something and we happen to be standing next to each other I'll mention it mm. like, yeah cool shirt or whatever yeah. uh, the best example for that one do you remember when we were in uh, San Francisco and I, we crossed the street, and then there's, like, the bike lane. And I didn't realize that we didn't make it over the street yet. So mm-hmm. I just kind of walked into the bike lane. And there's a bike, the bike, lady on a bike was coming, like, pretty mm-hmm. fast. And you're like, watch out, and, like, pulling me back. And then, I don't know, I felt, I feel like if that was in Switzerland, the person would be like, Oh, like, yelling at yeah, you yeah. and stuff. And then the lady was like, oh, you got really beautiful earrings. And then she just <laughs> left. And I'm like, oh, welcome to America. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it can be kind of... Yeah, well, I mean, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's funny. How did she even, like, notice, right? She's going yeah. so fast. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, that's so... And you guys, I think you guys are more... You get more excited about things. Like, sometimes people here are like, yeah, Americans should find everything amazing and, like, awesome. But I feel like it's coming from the heart, usually. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciate that. Like, you guys, I don't know, you just 
show your emotions and i guess we don't do that as much and maybe that's also what you mean a little bit like yeah yeah it's just you know like when you first meet someone or whatever Mm -hmm. or even if you don't know them and you're just there or whatever it's Mm -hmm. yeah but it it doesn't mean that we have we don't have feelings we we (laughs) have feelings but (laughs) we just don't express i've seen them what are you trying to say? Yeah, no. no <laughs> like that I cry like once a week or nah. so and it's nothing bad. It just happens with me. <laughs> nah. Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's it's cool though. Um, mm-hmm. And then, oh yeah, another fun one. Uh, that just a slight difference. Because I feel like there's multiple levels when it comes to cultural differences too. And some of it's just, literally how the country where the country is located how old it is um what their history was like so an example of that would be the uh, cars and streets Mm -hmm. so the streets here were not made for cars they existed long before the cars i would have agreed on that before we went to italy yeah well italy is worse that doesn't mean that other places aren't worse (laughs) But yeah, so there there are worse places, but a lot of Europe uh, is like that. But you'll come across that. You will definitely come across that in certain places in Switzerland are particularly bad. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for us as an American, it's like stands out all the more so because, you know, especially the more you go west, the newer it is basically in America. Yeah. And so cars basically existed for huge portion of our history now well i don't know about huge but at least for california's history or yeah. uh and so you notice that uh the streets are a lot narrower and maybe because of that in europe uh, the cars are a lot smaller um but like they're i get a lot s- nicer well, well they're a lot more expensive now uh i get scared even just being a passenger on some of these swiss roads because you'll have like a mountain space right next to you and then like the cliff on the other side and the person driving is just like yeah yeah la di da di da you know and they've got you know like a hand a couple of inches of space or whatever and it's just it's i don't know it's see and i'd rather scary. drive that than on a like nine lane highway in la or so and i don't know that that's what freaks me out but i don't know yeah. we also i do have to say our to get our driver's license, that's, like, probably worse than giving birth. I don't think so, but um, how was it last <laughs> it's time pretty you bad. gave birth? It was, it was okay, actually. It went by a breeze. Oh, oh beautiful. Someone <laughs> yeah. at school actually said, oh, I would rather have to give birth t- two more times, twice? Well, twice. Um, than pulling another wisdom teeth. I'm like, two. what? That's really a uh, wisdom tooth, right? So I'm like, what? That's really crazy. So I, I went through the worst Ooh, part of you. life? Or yeah. What? yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, uh, what were you talking license. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. license. Uh, you have to take a lot of lessons with an instructor. Um, I personally had to take 20 lessons. So And how much did those lessons cost, Lydia? Um, and I do have to say I was pretty quick. with. I didn't take many lessons. Um, a lesson, um, it varies. It's about 80 to 100 bucks per lesson. So total, I spent about 3,000 bucks on my to get my driver's license. And, and that's 
because she passed. Yeah, I, I passed my license. I passed my first test. Um, and it's pretty common to have to go in twice. Um, and and if then you, you fail, s- you spend even more. You have to take more lessons, and you pay for another test. So three thousand is actually on the lo- lower side. And then it's like, well, it's the price. I guess you're not buying a car because you spent all your money on the license. Yeah, and so yeah, then there's a whole buying a car and then uh, parking and insurance. I feel like are way more expensive here. Insurance also because people don't drive as much and it's you know I don't know not as I don't know if that's the reason. I think uh, yeah well I don't know but don't it's know just either. it's well because it's not as like common or whatever and I don't know but yeah, yeah. so it's it's kind of just because they can I think yeah maybe because the they can people are you know earning more money in mm-hmm. theory. And then, you know, there's other things like school is completely different. I mean, I get a headache every time trying to just think about how your guys' school system works. What? Oh, because like you the got like system, yeah. primary school and secondary school and apprentice. I would say it's all the same up to like eighth grade. It's, it's all, all the, the same, same until, you know, you almost become a, a teenager. <laughs> it's all the same until you're a preteen. Or until whatever. it matters. It's yeah. all the same until it starts mattering. Um, but yeah, so basically you can do like the normal, like high school, university kind of deal that you do. And then you can also be like, I don't like school that much. I'm more like a practical worker. And then you do an apprenticeship after ninth grade. And it's like two days of school, three days of work where you actually work at a company. Um, and you get paid a little bit. Um, it's like, I don't know, I would say like. 800 it depends on the job you do of course but like 800 a month or so um so it's not crazy but you're also only like 16 at this point um yeah and then you do that for three years and it's it's like it's really common to do that um like both my parents did it and i i would say i don't know i would say more people do an apprenticeship than university Mm. Yeah, and then, like, universities kind of... Well, and even then, there's, like, two versions of university, isn't there? There's yeah. university, and then there's... There's Fachhochschule, which is a little more practical, I would say. Yeah, you have to do an internship before um, a lot more practical work than... in universities, I think, is meant more for, like, research afterwards, whereas Fachhochschule is more for working, actually working. Yeah, and I, job that's, field. yeah, another area that I think is kind of interesting here in Switzerland and kind of with the uh, punctuality and perfectionism, or at least maybe the perfectionism, is that we're a lot more lenient in America. Like, if you mess up or, yeah, we say, yeah, you can try again, you know, just study, mm-hmm. work hard. Here it's like if you fail your exam, or if you fail three classes in university or... University, if you... F- you can always retake a test, but if you fail um, two tests after retaking it, um, then they kick you out and you can never... In your never, whole university. And no, not, I think the field. You can yeah, no, I mean, the, and the whole four years or whatever, if you fail two retests. Yeah, you just kicked out and you can never study this again. Like, not... The, you're just not made for it, basically, is what they're saying. Ah, it's kind of brutal. It's mm-hmm. just like, okay, well, I hope you really study. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's 
kind of crazy. I don't know. It's, it's like, just like blows my mind that you could be in you your do last have year. To say that you know, getting into university here is not a big deal. You just sign up and you're in it. And there's have... no application process or anything. You don't have to have certain grades. You just need to finish high school and then you can go anywhere. So that maybe that you know, like it's not filtered through yeah. yet. And that's one area that I think is kind of interesting. Like uh, I guess like ETH here, ETHA mm-hmm. in uh, Zurich. It's like I would say I feel like it's one of the hardest schools mm-hmm. in the world. I mean, you know, it's not like insane, but you know, reasonably like difficult. It's a very very difficult school, and the reason is is because pretty much anyone can get in. So they're only met, and because schools like that are. The majority of schools here, unless it's a private school, are basically free. You know, it's what, like a couple hundred? Yeah, like 800 bucks a semester. Yeah, super cheap for a uh, world-class... I mean, this would be, you know, like an Ivy League school or whatever. ETH, super prominent. Hmm. Uh, and so because it's not uh, self-selective through... Uh, you know, having to have enough money or, you know, good enough grades, the way they whittle down all their students is through sheer, you know, uh, difficulty. It's after the first year, you have to take tests and those tests are, are really hard. And then they kick out, I don't know, like half their students or so, like a lot of students. And then it's, it's harder. It's a little more rare to fail the other tests but like we still know people we know roommates and whatnot yeah Uh, and so it's i don't know and that like always just blows my mind that you could be in your last year of school and then fail or test and and Mm. sorry i guess you don't get to be a doctor anymore it doesn't matter if that was your life dream better move to like ethiopia or something i I mean if if you did if it's like your fourth year and you fail that, but you already have your bachelor's degree, you're not oh, gonna yeah. lose that. Yeah, well, you and then you guys have it a little different. Like for us, four years is for bachelor's. Yeah, for us, three years and then two years for a master's. Yeah, so it's it's kind of interesting, just things like that, and so people generally have an idea of the direction they want to go in because of the way that the school system is structured at a lot younger, at a much younger age. Because mm-hmm. then it's, you know, if you have an idea of where you want to work, then by the time you're in high school, if you choose apprenticeship, you're already working in that field yeah. by high school. And so it's yeah, like... Yeah, you basically got to know when you're like 13. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of crazier. But then, and banking like is really huge here. And so that's kind of a... Yeah, well, I feel like it's kind of a, yeah, well, I don't know what I want to do, but I know bankers make a lot of money, and... I don't know, though. I think the most common apprenticeship is, like, like an an office kind of, office work kind of thing. Um, It's really common. You can work at hundreds, thousands of different places, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that's the most common, and you just say it's a good base, even though you don't want to stick to it after yeah. and i'm sure there's people interested in banking and things like yeah. that too don't get me wrong yeah but and yeah. and the cool thing though is that even though if you decide on an apprenticeship you're not like stuck with it forever and like well guess what you didn't do high school now you're going to be stuck with it um you can actually like kind of like re after after like you've been working for a while you can actually do um 
kind of like do your high school diploma afterwards and then you can still go to all universities and like redoing that high school diploma is a year of school I think um, and then you can go to university so it's it's really open and I know a lot of people who studied with me um, actually worked and did an apprenticeship and then actually decided oh I, I would like to be a teacher so now I'm going to do that yeah so that's, that's cool. the cool part and, and like I know it's school. like really helpful for especially for kids who are not like the school kids you know who just want to work and it's cool yeah cool opportunity yeah so it's just you know a slightly different way of doing things but mm-hmm. it's also you know it has its own merits and its own strengths and so it, it's cool it's mm-hmm. definitely we can learn a thing or two from that system like the mm-hmm. emphasis on uh trades and what have you so that's cool yeah i like the fact that school doesn't cost a yes amount. also so we're not in debt by the time we stop studying plus if you don't have the money it's it's not like something that's exclusive for people who actually have the money yeah 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 so that's cool um and then and then like speaking of like school and stuff um or kids i guess is school and kids because you always think about school and like the big thing and for me school is like primary school because mm-hmm. that's where i work um that's that's young it's different yeah so it's we learn two languages in primary school we learn english in third grade starting from third grade and then we learn french starting from fifth grade and as a teacher you keep your kids for three years so i started last year with my first class for um, in fourth grade and now i'm going to keep them until they leave sixth grade so um yeah so that's a little Gets it a little bit yeah, I think different. it's it's a fun yeah. system. Mm-hmm. So you get to work with them, which is nice. And a lot of people say it takes two years to get them to the place where you want them to be, and then the third year is where you get to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's different. And then just in general, like our way, the way of treating kids. Like here, when school's out, you're like, okay, goodbye, kids. You can leave now. And then mm-hmm. they just go out of your classroom and they go home. They walk home or take their bike and go home. And it's really frowned, it's it's frowned upon picking up your kid. You're like, oh, you got like the snobby kids who can't walk home. But then it's also like, uh, because it's such a smaller country, and uh, not just smaller country, but you know, the cities are smaller, towns are smaller. Well, you don't, and you don't get to choose where you put your kids. I mean, you can put it in a private school, but that's usually, I would say, 99% 99% of the kids go to public school and you the kid just gets put into the closest school most of the time so I think the kids for us they have to do like a kilometer max so mm-hmm. it's really not that far it's like yeah. a 20 minute walk for a kid yeah um yeah so that's that's different because then like I remember I actually did an, an internship at a school in America and I don't know, I felt like pick-up time was like 30% of the school day and like lists of did he leave or not. Oh, that's the grandpa, he's picking him up and I don't know. Yeah, so we can it's, get a little over-cautious yeah. on some of those things. Yeah. It's actually funny too. I worked, I did kind of like, um, what is Yongshi again in, in your guys's? We don't have it. You yeah, have yeah, to yeah, but the, 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 like scouts, a little bit. And what? like a after school club hmm. 
I don't know if I like that. <laughs> no, you can. You should explain it. It's um, it's so I, I kind of did this kit, the kids uh, camp. camp. No, it's not a camp either. I don't know. So it's we would do it every third Saturday, and all the kids from the area would, would be with us. Um, and for our kind, it was a lot of like acting or art or sports. But it used to be, or and I know there's a lot of Jungshis, which is the name of it, that are more like that, like going into the forest, doing like stuff with ropes, sleeping there, you know, like the hardcore stuff. But um, I, I did, um, I went to America, as I said before, and oh, we... Yeah, froze on this one. Yeah, that's what happened before, I mean, uh... too. Happened before, too. Oh, really? Yeah. So I pointed it out. Okay. Um, let's give it a second, see if it fixes itself. Actually, I'm just gonna do this. Rats, it happened again. Uh, sleep thing. But this time it actually froze. Dun, dun, dun. But, yeah. Uh, what I was saying was... Oh, yeah, Yungshi. So, before, like, I was in, Amer- I was in America, and then we, we worked with a lot of kids in America, and we were in in a church building and sometimes the kids would like run off a little bit and like hey no don't run off you gotta stick with us and it's like inside of a building like what could happen like nothing right and then i went home after six months and like the day after i get home i went to yungshi and we went sledding (laughs) with the kids and and then some of the kids were like oh i gotta go to the bathroom and you're like, and then I, I was there and I heard someone else was like, yeah, yeah just go for it. And then you like walk down to the restaurant and like pee there. And it, and there's like a big parking lot. So you can't, you can walk, you didn't see them. So it's just like, yeah, yeah just go for it. Mm-hmm. You can come back up. And it's like, I was really confused for a second. And <laughs> I was like, right, I'm back in Switzerland. Yeah. You so, do that. yeah. So little things like that can be, can be different. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. So yeah, what else? You got your mandatory service for men. So guys got to go to the military for a year or eight months or something. Yeah, it's not a year. It's a little less. Like ten years straight. <laughs> no, no, it's like yeah, it's like eight months or something. Mm. Um, which I don't have to do because I passed the age and I'm not a citizen. No, I'm not a citizen. Because you're not a citizen. And by the time I could be a citizen, if I so desired mm, you're gonna be too uh, old. i would be too old i'd be in elter macaroni <laughs> Not that man. yeah uh yeah so that's cool um but all in all it's a cool country it's very it's awesome movies are like 25 bucks so that's not awesome uh oh yeah the other thing we're not part of the eu should have mentioned that in the beginning a uh, little island of isolation uh and we don't want but the downside of that is they basically just go along with anything the EU does. We have to. So, it, things like value-added tax. Oh, yeah, and then the other one is that nobody, no companies want to make exceptions for Switzerland. So, they just, like, put you in the same box as the rest of the rules for the EU. Which means that if you try and order things, you know, there's like a very solid chance that it'll try and get you to pay value-added tax, VAT, mm. which is a big thing in the EU and shouldn't exist here. 
So I don't know. I there there are ways one could get around that mm. if one had access to a VPN or an American credit card and paying in dollars and things like that. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, so I'm thankful for that. But uh, words of advice: if you're looking to move here, uh, keep your phone, keep your phone number. I and lost. your bank account. And your bank account. So keep the bank account, keep the number, because those that American card, if you're from America, will come in handy when you're trying to pay online and some mm-hmm. website. Even little things, like say you're buying a gift for someone's registry for a wedding, uh, and so you're paying in an American, comp- an American company, they're going to want that. And then the American phone number is because... There's just all sorts of things, but uh, because different countries have different phone numbers, and well, like Swiss phone numbers are like nine characters long or something. Uh, three, three, and four. Yeah. Ten. Ten. So you won't be able to put that. You literally won't be able to put that on their most online forms and stuff because it'll be like too long. We don't recognize it. Mm. So plus, whatever you create an account, which you basically have to do anywhere um, you usually do like your phone number so okay. you can recover your password right and so if you get rid of your phone then you forget about your password there's just no way of getting yeah. so password. if you don't want to keep the phone do change all your password recovery things Ugh, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. that's 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 kind of, that was kind of a obnoxious thing, mm. but otherwise it's yeah it's it's very cool here. Food's great, um, people are great. It's very international in Zurich. Part of the reason I want to come here. Beautiful so, nature. Yeah, there's you know nature. I traded out the ocean for the mountains. I'm still a little salty about that. But we're uh, not really with the mountains. We aren't, so. but they're Bad close trade. by. They're close by. <laughs> And more by Eric, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Tootie. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, he, and I think that'll about conclude this episode yeah. of the SOS uh, podcast, the Sussman Original Show podcast. Uh, if you have any, any further questions, you can always drop them in the comment section below, uh, and or you could, you know, message just either of us, comments on our stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Ladina, you are a very creative person person and my inspiration Aww, literally though you. oftentimes Aww, thank you so uh where could someone find you and what do you do creatively now i feel like the part in hot ones where the stars get yeah. to like announce their cool yeah, stuff it's your time for <laughs> to plug your stuff um so i do um as you said i like to do creative and artsy stuff so i do have a blog she's very good oh thank you I have a blog and it's all about hand lettering, decoration, like a lot of DIY uh, decoration and um, also about trips that we do together, adventures around Europe or America. And if you want to see our huge Euro world tour 2019 trip, you can check it out on our blog. I took a bunch of video. I'm going to make a super youtube video one of these days you guys know how it is you know with all the trip footage anyways she documented it all very well thank you and she's a bit of a photographer too thank you yeah i like to take pictures and also i did some uh cooking stuff on there as well so it's just all basically to inspire people to be creative and it's called the suslife.com um 
so you can check it out if you're interested. Links in the description below, of course. Yes. Um, and then otherwise, I do have my Instagram. And um, it's in English and German, The Sus Life. It's... Yes. Thanks for mentioning that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and otherwise, I have my Instagram, which is Inami Eins one Sorry, Nami1, um, which is a weird name, I know. <laughs> but um, who doesn't have a weird name on Instagram? Anyways. Links in the description below. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, what about you? Yeah, I mean, you guys probably already know it, but just in case, maybe this is your first episode or whatnot, my name is Joshua Sussman. Uh, I stream and game and stuff like that, hence why they're sus. It's the Dare Sus TV on Twitch, so twitch.tv forward slash D-E-R-S-U-S-S-T-V, the letters T and V. Uh, yeah, so I, str I stream a, a bunch, regular schedule, depending on when you're listening to this, the schedule probably will change, but yeah. whatever. Uh, and then otherwise, I'm making podcasts, I'm really enjoying it, uh, looking for more varied guests as well. Mm -hmm. Ranging from, you know, creative entrepreneurs to game developers to, uh, you know, what have you. A lot of cool folk. Martial artists. I also do, yeah, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which I'm still a total new bat. Uh, one stripe white belt. Woo! And I am even newer. And I just got Ladina into it. So I've been doing it since February, and it is, what, almost September? Day away yeah. from September or something. But I've been going, like, several times a week, and it's been awesome. And now Ladina's into it, so now we can go together, and I'm super stoked. Learn together. Really cool. Check it out. It's free. Uh, I mean, a class is probably free in your region. If you're curious, ever curious about doing a martial art, just go. Check it out. It's neat. Yep. Um, and I'm learning German. Various so other things. Mm. Yeah. I Also, I guess I could do that. I dabble in some... Uh, digital marketing as well and whatnot so if you're a creative person and need some help or advice with that you know you can always shoot a message mm. or what have you mm. but i'll push that later in the future more yeah well and then we just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast uh, yeah thank you and if you enjoyed this podcast don't forget to like comment and subscribe <laughs> no uh but honestly if you did enjoy it uh, leave, leave a comment I'd love to know who you would like to see on next. And if you want Ladina coming back more often, she's never coming back unless you guys comment asking for her to return. Sorry, oh. Ladina. It's the will of the people. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, just kidding. I Let's, guess so. <laughs> she will be back. I, I love oh. having her on, and you're a mighty fine guest, if I may oh, say you. so myself. Thank you. So, All right. Yep. Catch you guys later. And uh, yeah, also, I'm on Instagram. I, don't post, but I'm trying to sort of half-heartedly. There will be posts in the future. I can guarantee that. Uh, Just maybe not super regularly, but eventually, maybe. Uh, <laughs> all right. All Catch right. you guys later. Bye. Bye. Joshua Sussman, Instagram. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>